The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man, and then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place so that when the host comes to you, he may say, my friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, when you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of, your, of their inability to repay you, for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I have a memory from when I was a little kid, and I remember being in, I think I was either in an Eaton Park or Denny's or one of those wonderful places, so Eaton Park in Pittsburgh, right? And I was having, I think it was breakfast or something or lunch with my dad, and looking over, and I saw a couple of kids, I guess they were being taken care of, and they were in wheelchairs and they were disabled. And I guess they were either being taken care of by their caretakers or their family, I I'm, I'm, wasn't really sure. And I remember as a little kid, you know, with food right in front of me, feeling even kind of grossed out, seeing one kid in particular, and seeing the feeding tube that he had, and he was in a wheelchair, and we would make these noises. And it was very, it was almost a little disturbing as a little kid to kind of see this while I was eating. And my dad turned to me, and he said, Jason, just want to remind you, the only difference between you and that kid over there is God. It's pretty strong words. The thing is, that's the same difference between myself and anyone else. The same difference between you and the person next to you. The only difference between you and someone else is God. For some reason, God decided to choose to make you the way he did and the person next to you the way he did. We think of the famous story, another story that kind of belongs to this, the story of Pilate and Jesus, when Jesus is under trial. And Pontius Pilate says to Jesus, why do you remain silent? Do you not know that I have the power to take your life or to let you live? And Jesus simply says, you would not have that power if it didn't come to you from above. Our gospel reading today reminds us of what our right relationship with God is and with each other and with ourselves. It's a little sobering in some sense. Let's explain a little bit of what was actually happening in this story. Once again, like many times in the gospel, Jesus is 
fighting against the Pharisees and the religious leaders at the time. The religious leaders were so used to exalting themselves, they were very much into their own education. They, they believed very strongly that they knew the law. They knew religion better than anyone else, and that gave them a right to put themselves in places of honor, especially when they used their knowledge of the law and their power to oppress others. And Jesus came along. Jesus was not particularly well-educated. Jesus was definitely not rich. He grew up in a carpenter's family from a very poor town of Nazareth. We're told in the gospel, one of the apostles even said, can anything good come out of Nazareth until he met Jesus? And so they were very frustrated when they saw this man that they considered beneath them to be having so much influence on the people around them. And so when Jesus goes to a dinner and he sees that these Pharisees and these religious leaders are vying and pushing each other out of the way to get the highest places of oh, excuse me, honor whenever they were eating at a table, he, he encourages us to act differently. And he says, when you go to a place to eat, do not put yourself at the place of honor. Place yourself at the lower place. And when you have a meal, invite others who are outcasts. Invite others that the Pharisees and the religious leaders were not inviting, those you consider to be beneath you. The Pharisees were so into their own honor and their own religious understanding and their own education that they did not recognize the God that they worshiped right in front of them. We are encouraged today to look at those around us, to recognize that anything that we have comes from God alone. There is nothing that we have that belongs to ourselves. It all comes from God. We have no right to exalt ourselves in any situation. We have no right to boast in anything that we have been given. Any good gifts that we have all come from the God who loves us and gave us our gifts in order to use for the wider world. Likewise, we have no right to exalt ourselves over others. And we have to recognize the goodness of God's creation in every person that we meet. Even those that we consider outside of the church, outside of our own worldview, those that we consider beneath us, because we don't know what God is doing in their lives. God is encouraging us to reconcile ourselves with everyone around us and with himself. And to invite Jesus Christ into every aspect of our lives because there is nothing that we have that doesn't come from him. We need to keep going to him in everything opening up ourselves to him. We are a university full of athletes, of go-getters, of high achievers, of strong academics, and that is great. So many gifted students, but none of this comes from ourselves. Anything that we have, anything that we work towards, all comes from Jesus Christ, from our God who loves us from the beginning. And the only right we have is to give it back to him and let him use it the way he chooses, to invite him to each choice that we make and to invite him into every relationship and to recognize the goodness of all those around us. So tonight, in the heat of this chapel, right? Let's recognize and think about the things that we're good at, the things that we've worked hard for, the things that we've achieved, 
and invite God a little deeper into those and ask him, how do you want me to use this gift for the benefit of others, especially those that I consider beneath myself, those that I don't recognize around me? God, guide me to the people that you want me to be in relationship with the most to use my gifts for their benefit and the better of the world.